So how you doing? You okay? Really? Like really okay? (laughs) In today's episode, I want to spend some time talking about being okay with you. And when you're okay with you, that seems to translate into being okay with other people. Yeah, so my thoughts are a little bit all over the place, but I'm excited to get into this episode to talk this through. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with, are you okay? Really? Are you okay? We'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Timmy Gibson Show with your host, me. Yay! (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed my interview on the last uh, episode with Grant Wood. Uh, I'm excited to do some more stuff with him and and others. I'm excited about a, another interview I'm doing this uh, this week. And actually, I mentioned in the interview with Grant the uh, I meant I just kind of passed over it, but I said I worked with a, a breath. A worker, you know, I worked on my breath with a breath worker. Anyway, that's the person I'll be interviewing this week. So uh, that's another episode coming up that I'm super excited about because that breath work really changed my life. Anyway, but today I want to talk about: Are you okay? You know, I. So how my brain works? Not that you care, but right, this is my podcast. I, I'll say whatever I want. <laughs> But uh, I have a journal that I keep with me. I've, I've got several journals. Um, one is more of a pocket journal. I keep it with me. And, it, and I, anytime I have a thought, you know, right out of the shower or from my car or whatever, like just whatever I like to have. And I know I'm a little old school. I like pen and paper. You know, I, I like writing. Um, so... I like to actually do that rather than entering into my phone, which, you know, I've had people say, why don't you just do voice to, you know, just voice record it. And I'm like, ah, I just, I don't know. I mean, to each his own, right? Everybody do what you want. I I like to write. So I keep a journal with me everywhere I go. And my journal is used for so many things. I mean, it can be a grocery list. It can be a sketch pad. It can be my, like a diary. It can be, uh, deep thoughts. It can be scratch pad. I mean, it can just be so many things, but one of the things that I really use my journal for is ideas, uh, brainstorming ideas or, or just a place where I throw ideas down And so my journal is, all my journals are packed full of all those things I just mentioned, but a lot of what I do with my journal is write down ideas. And so I was driving today after the gym and I had a couple things that I wanted to talk about today, or I wanted to talk about on the podcast, but again, the way my brain works is I, I just wasn't feeling it, you know, and it's, and, and so if I'm not feeling it, it's really hard for me to, to, to do an episode now, granted, you know, I've spent, uh, 30 years as a teacher and I would teach every single week. 
didn't always feel like teaching, but I always felt like teaching what I was teaching. In, in other words, there were times that if I was in a series and I just showed up that Sunday and was like, I don't want to talk about this topic, then I wouldn't. So <laughs> I've always tried to be true to myself in, in that way. And so with this podcast, it's much the same. I, I, I speak on things that I feel or that I'm passionate about or that I'm interested in or that I, I don't, I'm not going to pick a topic that I just hate and gruffle through it uh, unless I think it's a pertinent topic. And then of course I will want to do it. Does that make sense? So all that to say, I had other ideas and other thoughts. And after I went to the gym today, uh, I went back to my journal because in between sets, I'll write down stuff that's on my mind. And so I'm just going to read you my journal entry from today. And then finally, how I came up with, are you okay? Really? So that's the title, but it came from, am I okay with me? And then I wrote, am I okay with me? Are you okay with you? And then I'm okay. Are you okay? And then I'm okay. You're okay. I'm okay with me. Is that why I'm okay with you? Are you okay with you so that you can be okay with me? And, <laughs> and, and then the very last thing I wrote down was when I'm happy with me, it seems I'm happier with you. Now the reality of all those statements and uh, you know, that, that uh, is what will kind of unpack, I guess, in, in this episode, because happiness is something that, that is talked about a lot. And, and that was actually the working title of this particular pod of this particular episode was happiness. You know, I wanted to talk about happiness. What, what makes someone happy? What determines happiness? How can you be happy? And here, here's what I think the answer to that question is. Uh, and I would just, I wish this was interactive. I would love to be interacting with people right now, but I believe, and it seems to me that happiness is often a reflection of how I am feeling about myself. In other words, if I'm okay with me, I seem to be happy. And when I'm not okay with me, I seem to be not happy. And what I've also noticed, again, this is just what I've, I've noticed. And, and maybe, I don't, maybe this isn't accurate. I don't, I, I really, I'm just hashing this out live on this broadcast. Um, oftentimes we're, oftentimes we we seem to be looking for outside sources or outside situations to make us happy, right? Uh, that new experience, that trip, uh, money, uh, accolades, uh, things, um, whatever those things or, uh, 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 substances like those things make me happy. And the reality is that they don't, um, 
and we I think we all I don't think there's any argument on this point, but you know, money doesn't make you happy. Clearly, uh, can money can money lift your mood? Yes. Uh, can money make you a little giddy? Well, of course, right? Money is like any other thing. Uh, you know, it, it's a it's a necessary thing, and if you don't have it and then you're given it, it it can definitely lift your mood, of course. But we all know. I don't think there would be any disagreement that money doesn't make you happy. Money is not the sole source of happiness. The sole source of happiness has to come from within. Now, those that would be Christian, which I am kind of, um, would say happiness comes from a relationship with God. Well, I would completely disagree with that. There's no way that that's accurate because that then therefore would mean anyone who is not a Christian isn't happy. And that is just not true. Like that's not accurate. So to say that you need God in your life to be happy is false. That's just not true. Now, again, I'm not opposed to having God in your life or to believing there is a God or any of that. Like you do you boo, if it makes you happy. And that's what it comes down to is, is when I see and when I hear things where people say, well, you can't live a fulfilled life without God. That's just not true. Like that's actually not true. Um, but, but if the person saying it believes it to be true, then why, why are they not happy? Right. So again, it's clearly not true. So it's not even worthy of a debate because it's not true. Um, and we, it's clearly not true by, by the, by evidence, right. By evidence, uh, anyone that doesn't believe in God then would be miserable. Um, now I remember trying to, I remember when I was, uh, in the religious world, that was something that we would often say, well, they just don't know they're not happy. You know, they're not really happy. They're not as happy as they could be if they had God in their life, which is just, it's just a, that's just, that's just, uh, it's just not true. It's not true. So, but again, if, if you value a relationship with God, if that's something you value, then yes, it, it, it does contribute to your happiness, right? It, again, if, if, if you value something, then that thing can bring you a level of happiness, right? If you value home ownership upon the purchase of a home, it would then grant you a level of happiness based upon your belief system. So if you believe that owning your home will make you happy, then owning a home does contribute to your happiness. And so that's why beliefs are so important. And to not just believe what you're told, but like, what are your beliefs? Uh, and I'm not talking about relativity here. Like if you think it's okay to kill someone, then it's okay to kill someone. Okay. That's just, you know, when people take that argument to that extent, that is just so <sighs> ignorant, I guess is just the nicest way to put it. That's just such an ignorant argument. You know, no one thinks that that's okay. And if they do clearly they're goofy, obviously. Um, but beliefs are important. Because if you believe that you cannot be happy unless you're with someone, then you will have trouble being happy 
without someone. And so I, I do believe that it is important for us to believe truthfully, like believe things that are actually true, which is happiness comes from within. You need no money. You need no thing. You need no person in order to be happy. You can be happy in and of yourself and everything outside of you can add to right it can add to your happiness for sure of course of course um that's true for me uh, there are things that i have added to my life and it has uh affirmed more happiness you know it's it's encouraged more happiness if that's if that's even possible to, to be more happy. I, I don't know if it's just you're happy or you're not happy, but I, I do think there can be levels of happiness, I guess, uh, as I'm talking about this, like right now, I think there can be levels of happiness, uh, but you can also be happy in the midst of, of unhappy situations. You can be happy standing on the side of the road with a flat tire you know, while, while you wait for the tow truck or while you wait for the repair, um, you can be happy. Now, are you happy about that flat tire? Well, no, that would just be weird. <laughs> of course, you're not happy about this unhappy situation, but you're happy in the midst of an unhelp, unhappy situation. And, and I think as I have really, uh, I'm still on the journey, but trust me, I'm not even close to being there. Um, in fact, I think I've mentioned this in another episode. I don't think that we ever get there, um, unless we get there when we die. But uh, in this life, uh, I mean, even ancient scriptures teach, you know, in this life, you will have trouble. And so to think that you won't is to think wrongly. So, in this life, we will have unhappy things happen. You know, there will be death. There will be loss. There will be betrayal. There will be um, whatever, right? That That's just a part of life. But what we do in the midst of the, the pain, what we do in the midst of the uh, the betrayal, what we do in the midst of the heartache, the heartbreak, what we do in the midst of those things uh, are the biggest contributors, I think, to happiness. And I, for me personally, there are things I'm not, there are unhappy things in my life or things I'm not happy about, but I'm happy in the midst of those things. Um, you know, and if I had a bigger vocabulary or a bigger brain, uh, I'm sure I could explain the, the thoughts that I'm having about this in a more profound way. Uh, and I'm sure there are there, someone has done that. And I'm sure I've listened to that at some point and I just am dumbing it down because I'm dumb. Um, and, Though I, I do, uh, with everything in me, want to seek happy things, 
you know, I want to seek things that make or that contribute to my happiness, that, that, that feed, you know, my happiness, you know, like if I was on fire, you know, I seek things and I, and if I wanted to be on fire, you know, I would seek things like gasoline stuff, right? I would, I would, I would look for and, and wish for flammable things, um, to further, uh, feed my happiness. And, and I think that's at the core of happiness ultimately is, and what, what takes the happiness from us is when we allow ourselves to be pulled into the realm of the things that make us unhappy and, and we like anger and resentment and bitterness and hate and, and, uh, heartbreak. Those things are all things that we all experience, but when we latch onto those things and, and we, we constantly look at the hurt, we constantly look at the pain, we constantly look at the, you know, the, the, the thing that hurt us or the person that hurt us or the, the job that, that cheated us or uh, the whatever, like when we focus our attention on that, which has made us less uh, apt to be happy, right? The, the thing that has attempted to steal our happiness from us, when we focus on those things and give those things attention, it, it, it does the exact, exact opposite. It's, it's, it goes back to that age old comment that we've all heard the, the poison of bitterness that I mean to poison you with, I end up drinking and it poisons me. Now I know I butchered that quote, but you, you get the gist of it and I'm sure you can Google it. It's a quote that most everyone knows about. So basically the gist of that is, is that, you know, me holding bitterness to punish you is really the, the, the punishment. It's really punishing me. It's not punishing the other person. It's punishing me. And so the best thing that we can do to over to overcome any kind of hurt or uh, angst or uh, shortfall is to not give that our attention and to and not even to give that thing attention with our hate. That's what gets us is that we we direct our hate, which is, again, we're giving our attention to that. For example, and I, I, I teach this often, but those that, that want to lose weight, you know, okay. When they want to lose weight, I always say, don't focus on being fat. Don't focus on the fat, focus on health, focus on thin, right? Don't, don't focus on not being fat focus on thin, focus on healthy, right? It's the same thing with money. I teach and, and I'm, this is an area that I really, really, uh, need a lot of help in and I'm working on it and have recently had some interactions with some people that have helped me get my mind wrapped around where I've been wrong in my life when it comes to money. And that is, you know, focusing on what I don't have, or focusing on, I don't want to be broke or focusing on, I don't have enough, or I wish I had more 
focusing on abundance, focus on excess, focus on blessing, focus on uh, generosity, focus on, um, does that make sense? In other words, it's a slight, it's a very slight adjustment, but I really do believe that it makes a profound difference to, to make that minute adjustment and to, and I think it really does open up the, 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 the floodgates, if you will. I think it opens up the floodgates of more of what you want, what you get, what you look for, you get what you think about, you get what you put your energy into. So it's, I think it's, I think it's a, it's an important part in the journey of self-discovery of, of happiness, of joy, of abundance, of, of prosperity, uh, of health, uh, uh, of good relationships. Uh, all of it to me is an outflow from w- w- what's within. And, and there's only one person that can control what's within and that's you, right? I, you can control what's, what, what is within you. I can control what is within me and that's it. I can't control what's in you. You can't control what's in me. Now, you can contribute to me. I can contribute to you. Uh, therefore, for me, uh, I try to surround myself with people who contribute to the happiness in me, that contribute to the faith in me, that contribute to the positivity in me, rather than contribute to the scarcity in me or to contribute to the fear in me or to contribute to the uh, bitterness or hate or resentment. And this has been one of the reasons that, uh, well, not one, probably one of the biggest reason, I have a limited friend group and frankly, it's fluid at times. Now, let me explain this further because I, I want to make sure that this is understood and it's not I'm not misrepresented or or that this is taken out of, out of, out of context and used inappropriately. And that is this, you know, birds of a feather flock together, right? Water seeks its own level. Uh, bad company corrupts good character, right? All these things. But as much as that is true and, it, and as much as I teach and, and believe and, and, and subscribe to you know, surrounding ourselves with people who encourage us, who fill us with faith, who fill us with hope and inspiration and encouragement and so forth, that is, that's true and I believe that and I, I try to live that out. But let's be honest, we're all human. We all go through sour stages. We all go through hurt. We all go through resentment, and bitterness, and hatred. We all go through all of that, right? We all go through those things. We all have fear. We all have worry. And that's a part of the human condition. So when I say to separate yourself from people who are negative or to only be around people who are positive, what I mean by that is most of the time, right? Most the time. I don't hang out with people who are negative, poo-poo, yucky, yucky, gross, gross, ugly, ugly, ooh, ooh, poo-poo. I don't like to hang out with those people if that's what they are like most the time. 
like when people complain about their job all the time and complain about people all the time, complain about the government all the time, complain about this all the time. That, that's the stuff I don't have time for because I am trying to protect my own uh joy, right? I'm trying to protect my own happiness. I'm trying to protect my own state of mind. And your state of mind is created or uh, built or uh, grown in a petri dish, if you will, of positivity. And so if I'm wanting to create a life of happiness from the inside, then I we already live in a world that is full of negativity. We're already, we already live in a world that, that does try to do its best to, to take from us. So it's important that we, when we have the choice to surround ourselves with certain people in certain situations, it's always good to put ourselves in the situations that further feed and further, um, uplift and further support the happiness. I was going to say the happiness agenda that you have within. Um, I, I think that it's critically important. I, again, I can equate this to something that's very easy for us to see. It's like, it's like fitness. If you want to be fit, then of course you have to do what fit things you have to do what fit things do right movement or exercise or weight training or cardio yoga whatever like whatever you do whatever you do and right if you want to get really serious about it then then it gets into food right and then it gets you know to diet and then it gets into you want to go another level then it gets into to nutrition um and and then you want to go a step further it gets into you know uh uh, whatever, like, I mean, it, it, it gets into, depends on what level of fitness you want to achieve, achieve, then it depends on what, what level of the things that you allow in your life, uh, to, to be, to get, to reach that goal. Right. So, you know, if your if your goal is to be stage ready, as they say, then you're going to have to get really freaking serious. <laughs> like, like, well, I don't want to judge anyone that does that. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But you have to get really serious about it. Like you have to start carrying, carrying a, a, a cooler with you with your meals in it, you know, and you, you got to get a scale and weigh the broccoli, right? I mean, it, it literally gets down to, to, to a science and, and a very specific diet, you know, macros and micros and, and carbs and proteins. And I mean, it gets, it gets very serious. And I, I've had friends that have done that. I've had friends that have competed and the, the results only come when you really dial it in. And I think our emotional health, our mental health is the same way. And if your mental health is in question, then, excuse me, then I would say, well, one, I could definitely help you with that because sometimes we're blinded by our own lives and we don't see the forest amongst the trees. I think that's how that goes. We don't see the trees amongst the forest. Anyway, you know, we can be blinded to our own routines. And this is why when I work with clients, I'll say, all right, tell me about your life. 
and they start telling me things. Well, no, no, no. Okay. From the moment you wake up, let's, let's talk about the second you wake up, what do you do? And they tell me, oh, I turn on the news. I'm like, okay, that's the first problem. <laughs> Right. In other words, or they say, I read the newspaper or I, whatever. I mean, you know, some people wake up and, and meditate and do something good, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm using this for example purposes, but it, it, I, I asked my client, tell me about your day. Every bit of it. The second you wake up through all through the day to the, to the moment you lay your head on the pillow, I want to know about everything you do. And the reason I do that is, is of course, not to, to judge anyone, but, you know, they're coming to me for help. And so I need to know what they're doing in order to get a get an idea of what they need to stop doing and what they need to start doing. Right. That's what life is all about. It's, it's that easy and that hard. It's that simple, but that complicated uh, because it's way easier said than done. And so you start looking at specific things and what people are doing and you say, ah, well, you know, it was again, translate that into diet. You know, you, you wake up and you eat a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Okay. Um, uh, and you drink, uh, a pop. Uh, what is, I don't even know what people call it today, a Coke or a Pepsi or whatever you call it. And a soda <laughs> like you, and then you, uh, eat a bagel with cream cheese and then you run off to work and then you sit at your office all, you sit at your desk and your cubicle all day long for eight hours and then you get done and you run by McDonald's, you grab a, a Big Mac, large fry and a big drink and then you come home and you sit in front of the TV and you eat that and then, and it's, see what I'm saying? It's like, I'm like, ah, ha ha, I can see, I think I can help you. <laughs> like based upon what you just told me about your day, I can help you make some changes that will lead to a healthier lifestyle. I really do think it's the same thing mentally and emotionally. All right. With that said, I'm going to take a little quick commercial break. I'll be right back to finish this. Thoughts on, are you okay? Really? All right. We're back. So... Are you okay? Really? <laughs> you know, that, that's funny. We ask that question all the time of people, don't we? We're like, hey, how you doing? Like, oh, good. How you doing? Good. And that's it. It's such bullshit. <laughs> Not always, right? Not always. I mean, sometimes it's legitimate. You know, how you doing? I, I'm, I am doing good, right? You know. Oh, man. But I think that it is important to look in the mirror and honestly address that question. And here's what I think I'm learning, okay? And this is what I think I'm learning. When I'm not okay with other people, meaning I'm judging other people for what they're doing, what they're saying, what they're wearing, how they're living, what, like, you know, judging people for any number of things, any a number of things, then clearly... And not that we don't have, you know, not that we don't make an observation or whatever, but typically, let's just be honest, typically, you know, when we're given our opinion about what someone else should do, could do, ought to do, would be better if they did, it's a judgment. You know, we're making a judgment and we're not okay with them because we're not okay with ourselves. And I think this kind of stems from like, for example, judgment. You know, when we judge someone, that's usually a sign of one of three things, 
it's a sign of shame and guilt within ourselves. Or like my therapist told me that it's also a form of fear. You know, I don't understand you. Therefore I feel threatened by you. In other words, your happiness, it's sometimes people struggle to accept someone else's happiness. You know, why? Well, because they're not happy. And, and so when we're not happy, we tend to judge other people and the more the, can I even, this is a proper sentence here. The more happy I am, the happier I am. There we go. The happier I am with me seems to help me be happier about everything and not necessarily happy about something. Let me clarify, but you're happy in the midst of it. You know, like how can you be happy in the midst of COVID-19 and masks and, and riots and, and this and that, and that, 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 that. well, right. Those things in and of themselves may not make you happy. You know, they're, they're not, uh, happy generating things. <laughs> you know, they're not things that, that contribute to happiness, but in the midst of those nasty things, we can be happy. Why? Because you're happy with yourself. And I'm not, you know, I'm still on that journey. I'll be honest. I, I really don't. I don't think I have any answers to that. I mean, I have principles and tools and things and so so forth. Of course, we all do, right? Just like, you know, we all know how to get in shape. It's just a matter of whether we do it or not. You know, I mean, we all know eat less, move more, and and you know, cut out the bad stuff. So. I, I, you know, we don't need anybody to tell us that we know that now, if you want to fine tune it, yes, I believe, you know, you want to fine tune your body. Yes. You're, you're going to need to find out from an expert on micros and macros and you know, all that stuff. But when it comes to just general health, for the most part, now there are some people that are maybe ignorant to those things, but for the most part, people know the general, you know, people know that sugar's bad. You know, people know that broccoli and apples are good. Krispy Kreme, Ding Dongs and Twinkies and it is bad. I mean, we, right. We all could agree, right? If I held up a Snicker bar in one hand and an apple in the other and said, which one's more healthy? I would imagine that anyone outside of a child would uh, say the apple, right? And so really, uh, uh, when we talk about emotional maturity, it, it is, you can't be a child, right? You can't be like the candy bar, and, you know, like you, that. Um, you have to be able to recognize what, what leads to happiness, what leads to um unhappiness. Uh, and so I, I think, it, you know, that, that goes, um, back to anything in life. You know, I, I know what will lead to health and more health and fitness, and I know what will distract from health and fitness, and I should do more of what brings health and fitness. And then, you know, if you hit a plateau within that, then you, again, you, you hire a professional to give you tips and tricks and tools to go to the next level. And I'm still seeking tips and tricks and tools to navigate life. Um, but I can say over the last, over the last year, uh, the last 12 months of my life, 
have eh, maybe even longer than that. Let's see. Uh, I would say, yeah, over, over. I would say about 14, 15 months, maybe even more than that. Goodness gracious. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Over the last couple of years has been such a radical journey of, of healing and self-discovery and, and walking out my journey, and not just spiritually, but emotionally, um, physically, mentally, uh, in, in every way. And it's been a delightful journey. I, I am, I'm, I'm right now I'm sitting in my apartment and my apartment has a great view right now. And so I'm, I'm sitting here, um, you know, recording this podcast, looking out at the landscape of where I live. And it's just breathtakingly beautiful. And of course I love nature and, you know, and, uh, and frankly, I love the houses that are, I live in an apartment, but across this, the Creek or the pond. Yeah, it's a Creek actually across the Creek where I live. It's a hill. And I, I'm, I'm on the seventh floor of, of the apartment that I live in. And when I look out of the seventh floor, the, the hill that is in front of me, it's, it's actually above me. So I'm on the seventh floor and I'm looking straight into the hill. I have to look up to go over the trees and it's just, be, it's just beautiful. You know, if there was a way I could show you a picture of it, I would, but it, it's just a really pretty view and it, and it, and it brings me you know, it contributes to my happiness. And one of the things that I have unashamedly um, have done and will do for the rest of my life, and that is as much as possible, as much as it depends upon me and the things that I can control, I will do things that feed and further support my happiness. And that's just a determination that I'm going to do in my life moving forward, that I'm no longer going to uh, sacrifice for others to the extent of completely emptying myself of myself, therefore beginning to experience bitterness and resentment down deep. Um, and so that's just, you know, that's again, this, this is just my personal journey, just my personal thing. And, and, and also no longer will I ever blame anyone for anything in my life. It, now, does that mean no bad will ever happen to me? No, of course not. Bad has happened. Of course, bad happens to everybody, right? Good, bad happens to everybody. But my perspective of what happens to me is, is what I can control, right? My attitude about what has happened to me. You know, people can can wrong me, can lie about me, can talk bad about me, can whatever. And I'm unmoved. And and I'll tell you, I, I, I can I just make an honest confession here. Um, I haven't always been like that. I I I really struggled. I really, really wanted people to like me and I wanted to do things that got people to to like me more and 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 I I you know I was um I wasn't being honest with myself or those around me because I if I didn't like something I just I just bent over and took it up the tailpipe you know it was like you know when someone slaps you turn the other cheek when they take something from you give them more in other words I wanted I I I was and I and again I I'm not, I'm not blaming how I was raised I'm not I'm not talking about necessarily how I was raised, but the culture that I was raised in, and especially in the religious element, it was, 
you know, sacrifice, 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 give yourself away, give yourself away. It's not your life anyway. Give your life away, give your life away. And just to be honest, it didn't work for me. And after doing that for 50 years, um, that living that way and not speaking my peace and not standing up for uh, what, what I believe would be right and true and um and not even being able to feel free to speak my own mind right you know like what i believed spiritually and what i believed about other things you know i i've always tried to be so politically correct and so you know calculated in what i say and and you know i remember being mistreated in a in a a position i worked at an organization where the head of the organization uh, was abusive, uh, not physically, but was, was abusive emotionally and mentally and spiritually. And, and I didn't say shit, you know, didn't say shit on either occasions that happened twice to me. And, you know, I just, I just remained quiet. I just closed my mouth. I just took it. Um, and I didn't speak up and, 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 and I'm a different person now because I would be, uh, I would for sure speak up today and 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 speak my truth um and wouldn't allow for any kind of any kind of mistreatment uh, ever again would just not allow for that um and not only mistreatment like where someone's directing mistreatment at you but mistreatment behavior you know behavior that is is uh, unhealthy um and dysfunctional and or um out of balance or, you know, unfair or, you know, whatever the word, whatever the word is, you know, and I've had that, have had that occasion on, on several, on several occasions in, um, in the jobs that I've worked and in the environment that I worked at and, you know, that you just submit to authority 100% and you just, you know, and that just doesn't, that just doesn't, that's, that doesn't work for me and that will never work for me ever again. I will never, ever, ever stand for mistreatment. Uh, no way, no how. And again, this is part, uh, part and parcel to my journey of being okay with me. And uh, again, all I can do is just, all I can do is testify, you know, here or share my, my, my truth. And, and my truth is the more that I have become okay with me, I have noticed that judgment of others is, is way down. I, and uh, uh, what else I've noticed is I am not bothered by others, by other people's opinion of me. And that used to just shatter me, you know, like what, what others thought I should do or shouldn't do or whatever that used to really, that just used to really bother me. Right. Especially, obviously, when people didn't praise me, you know, when they would criticize me. Now, I, I want to listen to criticism, you know, to the, for the most part, especially valued criticism. Not, It's not wise to listen. Like, I don't read comments that, you know, people might make on a video. If I do a video that's, that's you know, a little bit, um, uh, what's the word, um, can cause an argument, whatever. Not, I'm trying to think of the word. I can't think of the word right now, but if I, you know, if I post some kind of video or some kind of content that I know could ruffle some feathers, um, 
I don't give a rat's ass what anybody says or what they comment or how they attack me. You know, I, I, I don't read those things. I don't really get into that uh, because these aren't people that I know. These aren't people that I, you know, I, I quote that, that, you know, have value in my life, meaning that like I want to hear from them. Um, I, but I, especially what I mean by that is like strangers, like, you know, I don't, I don't care what some Jim Bob Bula boo thinks about me posting something about whatever, some religious thing that, that they think they know about and they're going to, you know, attack me. I, I, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me because I don't know that person. And like I said, typically I don't even read that crap. Um, I know I did a video a long time ago and you can Google this or YouTube it, YouTube, this video, it's an old video of me. Uh, and it just Google this or YouTube search this Timmy Gibson, God loves gays. And it'll pull up a sermon that I did that's still out there. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know how I, I love that it's out there. I don't, I don't regret anything I said. Thankfully it's, it's actually a really good sermon. (laughs) Um, and, but read the comments holy shit balls read the comments there are the craziest comments on there um i have done you know i did that sermon so long ago now uh that the, the comments don't bother me at all at this point matter of fact those people look like well they look out of date at at this point um uh, but when i did that sermon it was pretty controversial that's the word i was looking for controversial um you know, when you, when you put something out that's controversial, you know, you're, you're going to get feedback and used to, to be honest with you, used to, it bothered me. You know, I didn't, I didn't want anybody to not like me or not like what I'm saying or not to whatever. Like I just didn't like it. That's why, um, now I think I could, but that's why I would have never, ever got into any kind of a debate with anybody just cause I don't like anybody being unhappy with me or mad at me or attacking me. Um, and let's, let's be honest. I still don't like it. Like I don't, I'm just not like, Oh yeah, attack me. Like, it's not like I'm a fan of that now, but what I've noticed, and I actually asked my counselor about this and, and, and he said, actually, it's a sign of, of emotional maturity, which, which I wasn't looking for that, but that was sure like, Oh good. Yay. <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> but he said, it's actually a sign of emotional maturity whenever, um, that stuff doesn't bother you anymore or, or definitely doesn't bother you as much and, or you don't care as much about that stuff. And I said, huh, well, that I'm super happy to know that, but I, I have noticed that, yeah, I don't care. And, and, and I've noticed it's translated into a lot of things. Now I'm getting a little bit TMI, maybe a little bit too much information about my inner, inner life. But, you know, I used to be uh, super uh, vain. Like I really care about what I look like. I really care that I look good. Um, and again, I'm not like, I don't want to look homeless, uh, definitely, but I've, I've been in a, been on a journey to, to get away from that, to where I, I don't, I, it doesn't bother me to have my, my hair look bad or, uh, to, you know, to not dress to what others think is the standard or does that make sense? Again, this is like into the inner workings of, of my life but used to, I just cared. I cared so much, you know, now, I mean, I'm, I'm working out. I go to the gym two to three times a week now, but I've got, you know, I've got a little bit of a, a I don't drink beer, but I've got a little bit of a gut, you know, what a, a quarantine belly, um, or a little bit of a dad bod. And I'll be honest, used to, oh my God, that'd bother me. It would just bother me. Uh, I would just be 
beside myself uh, that I didn't look awesome. Uh, Now, I I don't care. I I really don't. I I actually have no goal of getting rid of my quarantine belly. I mean, if it goes away eventually, great. If it doesn't, great. I I just don't care. Uh, Now, what I do care about is health. You know, that that is why I go to the gym. Um, You know, I mean, I'm still taking showers. I'm still, you know, trimming up my beard. I'm still, I actually need to get a haircut. <laughs> I actually need a haircut really bad. Um, but I'm trying to decide if I'm going to grow my hair out or leave it short or whatever. Um, but it's in a, a real ugly stage right now. And, and that's okay. I mean, it, it really is okay. I mean, I'm doing weddings with my ugly looking hair, you know, and, uh, I mean, I'm just like, well, I mean, you know, I, I really don't care if I'm impressing anybody with my, with my hair. I mean, this is just what it is. <laughs> Hopefully someday I'll get to a, a place where I, it's where I want it, but if not, whatever, it's just okay now. And that's a big thing for me. That's such a big thing for me. Cause I, I just cared, you know, I cared so much what people thought, you know, it's like I had to make sure I dressed a certain way if I was going to go out in public and like today I went to the grocery store and I looked pretty much homeless. <laughs> and I'm not saying this like, Oh, me, I'm doing awesome. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying that, that there's been personal growth in my own life by applying these tools and things that I'm telling you about. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is the shit works, right? It, the, the shit works. It's like when I apply this stuff to my life, it's, it works. It would, it would be no different if I was, super into fitness and I was telling you about this, that, and the other, and I'm getting these results. And now my six pack is showing, you know, if I was doing that, it'd be the same kind of thing, except I'm not talking about your body. I'm talking about mental and emotional health. Um, or what we, you know, are talking about is, are you okay? Really? And for me to be able to answer that question, honestly, I have to look at the way I respond to things. That's, that's the true tale sign for me. How do I know I'm okay? Well, not just because, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. I feel good. Everything's good. No, for me, I, I go, okay, how did I react in that situation? How did that situation make me feel? How did that person that said this, how did I react? Right? Like you can't, you, you, you can't, fill a sponge with a particular liquid and have that liquid be a secret when you press the sponge, right? In other words, whatever you, if you soak up wine, if you soak up tequila, if you soak up water, if you soak up coffee, like whatever is in that sponge, okay. Sitting on the counter full of whatever it is, you know, you might not be able to tell for sure what's in there, but as soon as you press it down, what's going to happen? Whatever's in there is going to come out. I think our emotions are much the same. And and this gets into a whole nother episode uh, of, of triggering, you know, what, what triggers you, what, you know, if, if, if somebody is able to trigger you, that's actually not about them. That's about you. I, and I, I think there's a t-shirt, which I should get, um, what is it? How am I triggering you? And what does that say about you or something like that? I forget. I need to, I forget how that, that, um, 
or you're welcome. Or if I triggered you, you're welcome. Or you know, there's different phrases out there about that. But that's a that's an interesting thing is how how and that goes back to what I was talking about earlier about me about people you know judging me or having an opinion about me and how I used to that would used to trigger me. Um, and now it's like, well, that's, you know, that's their opinion. Everybody has a right to their opinion. And so that's okay. Um, and, and that's, that's something I'm still working on. I'm still working on. And, and I want to get to a place in my life where it would be extremely difficult to trigger me. That's, that's where I want to be in my life. I, I want to be at a place in my life where you can't trigger me. You know, you just can't trigger me uh, because then, and again, not, yeah. Does that make sense? I, I think that makes sense. It makes sense to me. I, I just want to get in a, to a place in my life where, you know, I'm not easily offended. I'm not easily bothered. I'm not easily rattled. Uh, you can't trigger me. Um, and to me, that's, that's a sign of emotional mental health or, you know, <laughs> enlightenment, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, there, I, I think I mentioned this in another episode, I, I believe, cause it, it's something that's been on my mind. Um, I may have even mentioned it in the last podcast with, with the interview I did with Grant Wood, but you know, we talk about enlightenment and, and I read a book, uh, the new earth by Eckhart Tolle. And he said, uh, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your parents, <laughs> <laughs> and again, this isn't, you know, this isn't about good or bad or indifferent. It, it, it's just that, that thought, right. Or go spend a, a week with your relatives. Right. I mean, it, it's the same kind of thing. You know, people, it, it seems like my, my coaching practice gets a little busier right before the holidays. And I, and I think it's because, you know, people are gearing up to, to be around their family. Right. And, and, you know, whether their family is political or religious or just opinionated or whatever, whatever they are, uh, it can be, um, triggering, you know, you can, you can be around people that, that trigger you. And so that's something as we close this particular episode, as I kind of come to the ending here, you know, how, how are you doing really? Okay. Right. How, are you okay? Really? That, that thought, how do you know? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, are you, how, who triggers you? How are you triggered? Right. Go, go spend a week with your parents or go spend a week with, with your mom or go spend a week with your dad or go spend a week with your uncle or go spend a week with your whatever, whoever, whoever, go spend a week with your ex or like whoever that, that, that still can trigger you again. That's not about them. That's about you. And so if they're able to trigger you, what in you is able to be triggered? Like where's, what switch are they able to switch in you to, to upset you or to unsettle you or to make you mad, angry, upset, depressed, uh, hurt, whatever, like whatever, whatever it is, right? That, that, that's not about the other person. That's just not about the other person. That's about you. When someone triggers me, it's not about them. It's about me. And so I'm learning to look into the mirror when I am triggered, look into the mirror and go, what and why did that trigger me? What's in me? You're like, what, what, how, 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 you know, how, how is it that that was able to like ruin my day? And I think when we can come up with the answer to that, 
I think that's the road of self-discovery. That's the road of self-awareness. It's the road to, to health and healing and ultimately the road to happiness. Guys, I hope you are okay. Really? Have a good day. Talk to you soon. Bye.